pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning. Wimpy for three. Butter. Rob Thompson and Rudy J get you inside the San Antonio Spurs along with everything NBA. It's the Silver and Black Podcast with R&R in the Morning, part of the San Antonio Sports Star Podcast Network at sasportstar.com. Now, here are the guys. Uh, the uh, Spurs go down uh, last night 0-2, but the news of the day, of course, trade deadline coming and going. And while the rest of the league, it was a fairly busy day. It wasn't, uh, no superstars changed hands, no Trey Young got moved, no LeBron out of there. But uh, lots of little moves that uh, improve some teams, and you get the idea where other teams are headed. The Spurs uh, uh, freed uh, Dougie McDermott uh, for uh, in a trade from the Indianapolis Pacers. Uh, they receive a Marcus Morris, a one-time almost nearly kind of maybe a spur and a fistful of cash in a second round draft pick. Uh, I'm pretty sure Marcus Morris will never arrive in San Antonio. That will be dropped and the Spurs will continue on. One of the few teams that got worse at the trade deadline on purpose. It was um, boring. <laughs> it was, I mean, we knew better than to expect anything. And poor Chetty. We laughed yesterday. Of course, the Spurs promptly go out in Orlando and get pantsed. Uh, 38 points in the first. Uh, just a, and I think led in scoring. I, I think Devin Passell ended up leading them in scoring. Um, uh, the rebounding margin showed they didn't try a whole lot. Wimby managed to play, I don't know, 18 minutes for with one rebound. More than a dead guy. Um uh, it was a rather tense day, I get the sense, around the Spurs locker room. Every time the phone rang, I think somebody was thinking, well, it's got to be me. It's the Turk. So the Turk didn't arrive. Uh, McD- McDermott is freed. Uh, and uh, Chetty is marooned. <laughs> the Spurs will soldier on. Uh, ten, oh, and, well, they've got ten wins. 0-2 uh, on the rodeo road trip. The, you know, something bothering me about, you know, Pop came out the other day, counted to address some of the complaints. You know, people upset with the record and all that. And he said, you know, it's about with Wimby, it took Jokic eight years. It took so-and-so, set Jordan, seven years. It took all these guys a decade to get where they want to go. And I don't think what Pop, what Pop doesn't get is we're not mad at Wimby. I think I, I think everybody who's watched Wimby thinks this guy is everything we thought he was going to be. We're not we're mad at usage. We'd like to see him more. But a point a minute, it's hard to be angry at what we're getting. Uh, he's got a we is the shoe in for the rookie year. Count it now, it's over. He's got it. I don't care if they never win another game. Enough people have seen him to go, yeah, he's the guy. But it's not about him. We're upset with everything else and you. I'm not even upset as much as it feels like I am. With Devin Vassell, right? No, I'm I'm upset with the situation. I'm not upset with him. That's what I'm saying. Like, like it's been a week, and it's still a talking point. And I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at what led to how he is and where he's at. But this is bad, dude. I mean, this is 
The, the only comparison across modern sports is what the New England Patriots just went through this past season. Yes. I mean, like, they were really – it was more than just like, oh, well, they're missing this. And they're, and actually, this could arguably be worse because the Patriots didn't have a, a Wimby. You know, they didn't have – it would be different if the Patriots had, like, you know, C.J. Stroud and were right. awful. You know what I mean? Like, but they don't. And so you've got – the thing, you know, like you've, you've got the, the thing that is supposed to fix all of this. Granted, like it's about more than that. But not fix it, but improve right. that a lot. I mean, How can we be worse and have a player of his caliber? Because we got both. It's impossible. It's just, it's maddening and frustrating. And again, it makes sense, I suppose, that they didn't do anything yesterday. But And, and I don't know that there could have been anything done that we would have gone, all right. Right on. You got us. You know what I mean? We're good to go. But uh. well, I, I think effort. We left the show yesterday saying, just do something. Just give us an idea. We're pointed in a direction other than going through the stages of life and development with Wimby. Because I knew we were going to have to go through that. That's, I, I that's would, not a surprise. I would push back because they, they've defined the stages of life and development. It doesn't have to be... Like this. Well said. You know what I mean? The Spurs like, are putting together a template that might not have to be followed. Exactly. I, I get it. I get that. It's everybody else, bro. It's it, it's everything and everybody else. You had to cry. You had to bring the full weight and power of the Greg Popovich monolith to the rest of the league so you could get Sohan into the rising stars because you admitted as much by saying, man, I ruined this cat. This dude was all everything last year. I put him in the wrong position, and he's paying the price for the negative press for something I did. And it got him in, at least. And I'm not, you know, in any way implicating or implying that Sohan has the potential of Wemby. But if you broke him, why are we supposed to trust you with Wemby? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you broke him and you fo- you tried to follow it, whatever yeah. you define to be the template. What other weird Jeremy? plan do yeah, you have? Yeah, exactly. Like, what, you know, who's to say you can't break the, you know, the, the far more talented player? Again, no disrespect intended to Jeremy. And so, like, again, it, it doesn't, you don't have to go at it this archaic way. I mean, this, it feels like, you know, that, you know, they're saying, like, look, all right, I know you, you fancy kids with your computers and whatnot. You you can crunch these numbers in, in, in five seconds, but we want to do the math by hand. We want to use an abacus. What? Like, why? Like, because we trust it. Yeah, because we used the abacus 25 years ago, and it worked out very well for us. It's just... It's, now we can't do algebra. It's the most prehistoric, you know, just kind of line of thinking, and it doesn't have to be that way. I'm not going to act like I saw the game last night. I was smoking cigars with uh, famous and important people. I was in eating a, mac in and a freezing cheese. environment. Uh, yeah. I was told I was going to the desert. I have seen torrential rain. I've seen Dude. snow-capped peaks and heard of avalanches directly and also dealt with 30-degree weather and blowing in the desert. It's been the strangest week. So, again, I've said this a lot, not complaining, but last night was maybe the coldest I've ever been. It was bitter cold. I, I was so cold. But I'd like to thank RJ for tagging along and filling my bag full of wonderful um, cigars. I, uh, I do want to, we, we're, we're almost, we got to keep this court because we got so many things coming your direction. Uh, last night, I know they were tired. Get out of here, dude. I, I know. No. I, I know. No. no, I say tired because I think there was pins and needles during the day. I really do. I think no matter where you are in uh-uh. life, if you got a couple guys that might be leaving, you know, Chetty's sitting over in the corner with nine bags packed. He's got all of his suitcases and a, and a dog and a pin just waiting for the call. 
McDermott is in street clothes. You're, you're making it sound like getting traded is a punishment. No, you but, know, you like, know, but it, it's not so much about those that are leaving. It's those that are staying that you go, well, you know, it's been like, bad. It's like, about to get worse. Damn, my phone didn't so ring. So I get the sense that it's a long day. And, I then, don't, and then they rolled in, and they got beaten the way you don't want to get beat. And it, it's you get the sense sometimes that the starters ain't as good as the backups. And in practice, the backups with Blake Leslie and all these guys in Keldon are beating the starters because again last night the guys that are that are on the court jeremy included trey sometimes too they can't get him the ball they can't get wimby the ball and because wimby when he finally does get it he presses and then it's crazy decision time so you have to use your bench and suddenly bring you bring in blake wesley and other guys start stepping in and then the flow started but by the time that happened last night it uh it was already out of hand and then they got out rebounded by like 30 they got out shot from the three by like 40 and it was as typical a loss as they've had this is we have to be we cannot be afraid to also criticize Wendy right like, yeah, we, we, we've done a lot right of decisions. we've done a lot of defending of him understandably and rightfully and I would think correctly so but and again we were not like first of all the game started at like two o'clock here or whatever I don't know how time works around here but whatever but so we were in the in the van last night and Jason said Wimby had one rebound in 23 that's impossible that I don't I don't I, I've been looking in the like two hours it's been since that moment what it feels like for some kind of context to explain that how could that be possible it's actually literally impossible i mean it's just that that can't happen i mean like you can't be seven foot a million and have one single rebound in 23 minutes work and and so and to your point about which i don't buy but like oh they're tired they were on pins and needles none of that affected him you know he wasn't you know worried about anything. so like what what is his excuse for having a single rebound in an nba game as the tallest human being we've ever seen it feels it was uh you know, it was a back-to-back, and you're right. I, Dude, I'm not using that as an excuse, had, like, but I am going to use it oh as an gosh. excuse for Wimby. This oh. is what I am. I'm going to use it as an excuse no. to the extent that uh, look at the minutes. He only played. You know, he didn't play what 20 minutes. 23. 23 minutes. 15 points. Three blocks. Uh, they're saying uh, I'm reading an article that he actually had more rebounds than is credited. But I can say I saw it with my eyes. But um, it doesn't matter. We shouldn't have to try to find a rebound. Um, what I'm getting at here is I've already seen one weird plan with Jeremy Sohan where he put him in a position where he was not going to be successful no matter how hard he tried in a short amount of time. I'm not sure. Having not seen the game, I was elsewhere, but I did watch the YouTube 10 minutes, the NBA version of it. Um, it appeared that Wimby was in a situation where he's standing around on the outside, and it was by design. To try to defend that three, which then we start getting that, start that really questioning. Worked. That's what I'm saying. Then he start questioning. Well, if it's we're going to hold Wimby to a standard, but we also understand he's a rookie and he's a young kid. Yeah, he makes some mistakes. But if he's being put in a situation where he can't be successful, like his teammate just was, because scheme wants to match what he wants to be against what will make him great, um, then we got another whole other issue in mind. I don't know, man. I mean it. This is taking a, a dark turn, you know. Like it's, our, we, we've already turned. To be clear, you know what I mean. We're we're past the point of remembering how we got here. We're we're in the garage, you know what I mean. Like looking for the car. That's where we're at. Like relative to this whole situation, this is a disaster. This has gone about as worse as it possibly can. And and they just, what bothers me is they they don't seem interested in fixing it. I mean, you know, there's 
like what what are they doing that you're like okay I support this this makes sense. Well, it was very apparent when you watched Orlando with uh, with the uh, Wagner brothers, um, Paolo, uh, Ingles even that. Their front line was just flat out better than ours. They they were just better. They were quicker to the ball. They they were better scorers. They were better in the team game. Those guys were better than Jeremy and Keldon. I mean, and then you throw in Champagne in there, who I don't quite frankly expect as much from. They were just outclassed. And it, Wimby wasn't outclassed. He, he didn't play well, but he wasn't outclassed. Our other dudes were. Devin goes over in the first half, and then it's twenty three and a quarter again. I don't understand the flow of the game. How do you go from nothing to that? And Wimby is playing. 50 or 20 minutes and, and granted turning the ball over a couple times but still how do you go a whole court i know that devin's hot i do i get it you, when you're behind ride it but 23 points in a quarter that's been a long time since i've seen that with the spur i mean that that's got to be some kind of record but uh again it's a reflection of a team with with zero plan zero design and uh, ill-conceived ideas as far as What's going to be successful in the long term? I, I don't get it, and it's only gotten worse after the trade deadline. A lot of people in the chat, uh, Mike Bean says, Spurs play with no urgency or passion. Like, I, I agree with you, Mike, to be very clear uh, in the brigade bar, but like, I think that's too simplistic of a way to like say it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, That feels like too easy of a cop-out to just say they have no no passion, no you know urgency. They have no organization. They, they have no preconceived thoughts. You know what I mean? Like This, this is just... They're not even playing basketball. They're just existing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, they're just they're just going through the motions. You know, like they're, they're on autopilot. Like there's there's no cerebral part, and and that's what's it's so startling because like everything about who they've been forever has been cerebrally based, and it's too bad because you get lost and man, we just got awful. So many things have to change that you can't pay attention to things that we should be. Because I would like. If it really mattered, now that McDermott's gone, who's going to fill whatever void that is? Is is Malachi going to get one last opportunity? Because I feel like this was the exiting of McDermott and the minutes required of a veteran allows some of these guys to get, finally get a last hurrah. And it looks, it feels to me like as we go through February and March that this is Malachi Brennan's, okay, Here's the ball. Here's your chance. If it doesn't work out, it didn't work out. We'll part as friends. Because I don't know where else they're going with it. Champagne got a lot of minutes. So I get the sense that Barlow, I mean, um, that uh, Champagne's got to get some assignments according to defense. And Malachi Brennan will get others. And both of them are playing for their future with the Spurs. These are these are tough times, man. These are tough. It will continue to get worse. They're only uh, 0-2 on what will be a nine-game, I don't know, 100,000-mile, months-long hey, trek through hey, the Northeast. Hey, 20-plus assists, though. <laughs> the, the stretch continue. What are we at now? 113 games, I think, is what you said? Something like that. I need to double-check. But we're we're within striking distance of the record. We so. continue to reinforce that that is indeed the most useless stat. No, quit saying that. This is all we have. It's <laughs> literally all we have. Remember the year we were we had the opportunity to win every home game? So yeah. we And it came down to the last couple, and we thought, you know, well, let's rest our guys because we're going to the playoffs. I argued then, look, man, you don't know if you're going to win a title. You don't know if you're going to get out of the next playoff. But if I'm on a team that can walk away with a record like this, I want to go get it. 
It might not matter to a lot of people, but I can say, you know what, on the team I was at, we didn't lose a home we and we gave it away. So, yeah, chase the 20. Say, so, you know what, I was on a team that for four years, man, every game, at least 20. Now, we only won like three of those games. It didn't help at all. In fact, I think sometimes it hurt, but we got 20. Um, it was, it's only two years. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, since, uh, we won the last game or, uh, no, they're uh, not all wins. It's just straight games. I'm kidding. I'm uh, talking but, about 20 no. assists means absolutely, completely nothing. Not the same thing, but I agree with you in the spirit of this point. <laughs> the, the 83 win Warriors, granted that ended in the most painful way possible, but like, that was cool at the time. 